Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services. Welcome, Dennis Wakabashi, to the eTech Leadership Table. Hello. Um, yes, podcasters, you you better get your tablets ready because uh, we've got a global expert on the line when, it co- when we talk about customer experience. And I have to say, my new friend, that, uh, yes, Dennis, we, we're Texas natives. We don't sound the same, but we're, you know, he said he got here as soon as possible, but um, we'll work on his accent just a little bit. Yep, I, my, my, my accent isn't as good, but we're still good friends. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> Yeah, we're excited. We're super excited to have you. So we're going to talk about, you know, we've been taking notes. You you can see tons of podcasts out there. You can watch Dennis' podcast. But I think this one's going to be special because we're going to break down. Dennis is going to break down basically how to stay ahead of the changing customer expectations when it comes to CX. He's going to cover three areas. So get your pens and paper, your tablet, whatever you're writing on the back of a napkin. If you're going down the road, just pull over. Just pull over, take some notes, because you're going to want these three things. I have three questions for him. It won't take forever, so you won't won't miss your destination by pulling over and paying attention to this podcast. But he's going to talk about, you know, pretty much the trends, how it involves some other companies' success stories, and how to balance, um, you know, the need to be consistent with the customer experience. So I have three questions. They're not hard, Dennis. They're not hard. But um, they definitely will help us to unpack the innovation around the customer experience. Are you ready to rock and roll? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, I appreciate you being on here and sharing your intelligence with us. Um, so let's let's kind of get it rocking and rolling just a little bit. For our podcasters that do not know Dennis Wakabaashi already, we'll, we'll insert his link, uh, his bio in our link. And um, you can reach out to him and ask some questions. He's got a pretty cool website. So reach out and ask some questions. Go on his YouTube channel. He's got a great YouTube channel. Um, and when I say he's a global leading influencer and expert, you'll know I'm telling the truth. You know Melissa Wood is telling the truth when you go out there and do a little research. So let's just dive right into the meat of the program. When we talk about innovation. So, all right, Dennis, I love trends. You know, I heard you say one time on one of your podcasts that trends always kind of come back around, right? What's old will become new. I heard you saying that before. So um, I love fashion. I love the fashion trends. Before we talk about the CX trend, do you have a fashion trend um, that you want to talk to us about? Well, if you want me to really talk about the customer experience fashion trends, the recent <laughs> trends that people are looking at is this blend of hyper real or surreal into the clothing. So last year, one of the most uh, viral um, product lines was the kids call it the 8-bit fit. And it was um, okay. it was fashion that had was made like to look like it was 64-bit dot matrix. So that was a big trend. But just recently, we had those Astro Boy boots that went viral. And, it, and really, that is about the younger generation and the technology lending itself in our culture so that things that we normally are used to seeing in cartoons are showing up in the real world. And I think it signals a real world approach to this next step of augmented reality with digital. So there's your trend for you. 
Look at that? you blending them together. Look at you. And here I thought we were going to talk about the high-waisted jeans back. And I thought we were going to talk about the high-waisted jeans that are making a making a comeback, you know. Well, when we talk about the CS experience, you know, over the years, what are some new trends that um, that you're seeing in the, the customer expectations that you think that we need to be aware of? Well, I will tell you that, um, I, you know, normally I'm a positive, good vibes guy, but we recently <laughs> saw a lot of conversation around um, a beer brand that yeah. was trying to do some things. And there's a lot of controversial conversation there. And we're not going to, I won't step into those waters, but I will tell you the, the challenge with that whole thing from a customer experience standpoint and where this marketing team could have maybe taken a different path to be successful doing the same thing. And it's this trend that I see of traditionalism in marketing. Okay. What modern marketers or modern CX people know is that the, the complete um, holistic experience is composed of three algorithmic nuances of social um, uh, search and CRM. But what I like to break those down into is reputation, reach and relationships. And your traditional marketers, they lean in on reach because they're all about the new customers. And right. what we know now as customer experience professionals, especially with the advent of the subscription economy, is that reach is the least important of those three. That the relationship you have with existing customers that supports and bolsters your reputation, those two things are the catalyst for a strong reach. And what I think that beer brand did was they went out for reach first instead of talking yeah. to the existing customers because had they welcomed their existing customers into that conversation first, I suspect that whole conversation would have gone a different way. So the trend I'm seeing that's old, that's new again, is people I think in the pressure of the economy are going back to their old ways of reach. And so there's a trend that I think if we're aware of it as CXers or marketing people, we can avoid that um, practice and try to stay true to our existing customers. Yeah, that I mean, you're on point. You're on point with that when we talk about trend and and that's a, a most recent trend uh, mistake, right? Um, I was taking notes, you know, when you talk about reputation, reach and relationship, I think you're exactly right. We were, uh, I think maybe we just get, um, uh, we get pressured, we get nervous. We're just trying to get as many, you know, a push out there and we go reach, you know, even before this podcast, you and I built relationships before we even talked, right? Yes, so it is about, it is about relationships. So I, I, if you're taking notes, I hope you, you, you rewind, listen, listen to what he's saying about traditionalism and marketing. Um, and then, you know, the, re, the rec yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to say, no. because you made me think of it. The thing that always goes through my head is something my mother taught me, which is you dance with the one that brought you. That's it. <laughs> that You dance with the one that brought you first. You dance yeah. with the one that brought you first. And that's the mistake. And I, I see that in a trend, you know, when it's talking about relationships first. You know, relationships, even in an organization, you know, I teach leadership development. And the question's always asked to me, I, I, I coach executives on the side and they're like, where did I go wrong here? 
well, you didn't go wrong in the process. You didn't go wrong in what you did, the marketing. You missed the relationship. You miss the relationship. You dance with someone else <laughs> before you dance with the one who brought you. So I think that's a great, that's a great um, pointer. And it kind of is, you're, you know, you're talking about trends and you're giving us the number one thing we need to be concerned with, with trends, but that's a warning to everybody. If you're jumping into to reach first, you're, you're dancing with someone else than the one who brought you. Thanks to your mom for bringing that back up. Shout out to your mom for that. Shout okay. Yeah. Hey, Bob. All right. So let's go into this. So if you're taking notes, we said we're going to talk about trends. And, and that's what the Dennis did. He talked about the trend of being cautious on the reach and not the relationship. All right. We're knocking them out. Let's go to number two. So can Dennis, can you give me some examples of companies when we talk about innovation? You know, when I was in, uh, I, got, I told you before the podcast, I, visit, I visited Telluride, Colorado. And uh, when I visit any place, I want to do like research on Telluride because I noticed like the emblem of Telluride reminded me of Tesla. But I go in and I start researching how innovative that was the first uh, in Colorado. That was the first um, area that actually had like um, alternating current and direct current power to that actual mining company. And so that was where you get ACDC. I don't know if you're a music fan, but yes, alternating yeah. current and direct current is where that comes from. That's why it has a little lightning strike. See, I told you this podcast is different. You're going to get, if you're paying attention, this is like a Mr. Miyagi podcast. It's wax on, wax off. You're going to get all sorts of information here. But Life when we talk about innovation, I just yeah. think, yeah. <laughs> so when we when we think about innovation, just like in Telluride, Colorado, being the most innovative town in Colorado at the time, bringing that that electricity to that mining town, there's some innovations that are happening when we talk about customer experience. So can you kind of tell me um, how you know how other companies stay successful when it's when they're using innovation to to stay ahead of changing customer expectations? That's a really great question, but it's a broad question. I'll, I'll speak yeah. to innovation. First under the premise is people love innovation, but they hate change. So yeah. when we're talking about innovation, I think we're often talking about the aspiration of what could be. And change is about the understanding of what is. And so how do people make this step, particularly from from what we have now to where we want to go and where customer experience plays a role in that conversation is it introduces the voice of the customer as an advocate for change. So I think at the heart of the intersection between customer experience and, and innovation, there's a, an idea that the customer can enable a business to invest in new technologies, or new business practices that previously left unto just a conversation about ROI, maybe those, those innovations don't happen. If you're looking for a specific innovation in the marketplace in terms of customer experience, you know, AI is the, is the 2023 conversation and it shows up everywhere um, in all aspects of everything we're doing now. And I think there's an example that happens very seldom, maybe once every 20 years, where technology actually beces a, a fulcrum or a lever 
that creates real change in organizations. I think up until 2023, we were all sort of re organizing existing technologies. And now certainly we see a new horizon with new opportunities. Absolutely. I, you know, you're right. Technology is starting to push the, the need for, or the probably, I guess, promote the AI, right? Instead of the, the customer experience. So I don't know if you are on Snapchat, but just uh, I've been on Snapchat since the day Snapchat came out. I may not be on social media, but Melissa is a Snapchat fan. And if you'll notice on Snapchat users, if uh, podcasters, you'll see there's a, it looks like you have a new snap, but it says my AI. There's a new AI resource tool that is really innovative on your, on your Snapchat feature. So you, if you're, if you're interested in that, go check that out. That's a great point. Snapchat added a new virtual friend for everyone. I thought that was a really interesting entry into the marketplace this month. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely an example. Okay. Third, still take notes. So if you're on the side of the road, taking notes, here we go. We're wrapping it up with the final question here from our, from our global expert, Dennis, and he's walking us through already talking about trends always, and then already talking about, you know, the success and what the customer versus what technology is pushing out. The next one is balance. We're going to look at some balance when it comes to, to being innovative in the customer uh, space. How can companies balance the need of innovation with the need of being consistent in their customer experience? You know, they don't want to fall off. They don't want to fall off the beam here. And, and I've watched several companies do that. It's hard to, to maintain balance sometimes unless you're, you know, an Olympic champion. You know, I the answer, one answer, way to get at that answer is innovation often goes south when we don't include the customer in the change. And I think if we want to balance or forecast or predict or uh, measure twice and cut once, when we make changes to our businesses, asking the customer's opinion before we make the change saves you a lot of uh, imbalance when you introduce innovation at scale. Wow, that's that's beautiful. And I've, I've seen that, you know, uh, years ago, John Maxwell, I don't know if you've ever heard of John Maxwell before. He's a leading uh, leadership uh, expert, but he talks about getting your boots muddy. I don't know if you've ever heard that saying before, oh, but when you think about, okay, here we go. So when we think about balancing, you know, you were saying the answer is listen to the customer first, right? Well, there are a lot of times organizations and people in their own marketing, when they're trying to market them themselves or their personal company, they do what they think's best. They don't get their boots muddy. So in Texas, Dennis, I know that you've, you've been here, you know, we've been over here, you know, 11 years at least. When we see someone with clean boots, that lets us know they haven't really been in the trenches. Does that make sense? Yes, so we're looking for, we're looking for muddy boots. I call it muddy boot philosophy, right? So when I'm looking at someone who says that they are, they know what the customer wants, I'm looking for muddy boots. There's a difference between wearing boots and wearing muddy boots. The muddy boots are knowing what your customer wants, being, being there in the dirt with them, wearing those boots versus listening to someone with clean boots on them. And I think 100%. that's what that's- 100%. I think that's what you're saying. So, so if you're, uh, 
to tie that up, you know, when we're talking about being innovation and balancing it, just make sure your boots are muddy. Make sure you're not just putting on the boots and thinking you think you know what it means to walk in their shoes, but actually walk in their shoes as a customer. We're all customers. And I think sometimes we forget that. That's right. All right, Dennis. You've got us. You've got us healed up here. You've got us walking through the trends. You gave us some success stories, and then you talk about the balance uh, of listening to our customer, not getting away from that. Anything else you want to add in the space of innovation when it comes to CX? No, I just I would say just be brave, be consistent, <laughs> be braving. That that's a new thing, and go you know go check out your new virtual assistant on Snapchat if you haven't already, and see what that's all about. Just play around in it. It's not as scary as you think. Well, Dennis. Thanks for becoming a new friend of mine. And I hope that everyone goes and follows Dennis and watches out. Uh, he's got tons of, uh, you know, from beginner level to expert level. I love the content that you're putting out. I love the fact that you go in and teach this uh, to those that, you know, are a novice to an expert. So thanks for offering that platform for us to do that. Thanks for being my new friend. And hopefully you'll come back Listen. and chat with me at the table. Listen, thank you for being my new friend as well. As well, And I will come back anytime you'll have me, ma'am. Man, oh, you got it. You're open invitation to the leadership table. All right. Thanks a thank lot. You. Bye, podcasters. You guys have a great day. And until next time, grab your cup of coffee, grab your favorite drink, and meet me at the leadership table when we talk to some of the world's leading experts in all areas of leadership development. Thanks. We'll see you again.